John likes tech and lives in Indiana, you know Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio It's the Lack of Genius Podcast In your ear holes at last They don't know they're Mars from Venus That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast We're on, a, we're on double John duty today, John We are <laughs> There's John, who I'm going to refer to as OG John, but we have a guest today whose name is also John. Yep. And we've brainstormed a few uh, identifying names for him. We, we've we've kind of gone with Other John and Faux John. They're both J-O-N John, so there's so, there's so little to differentiate, but I felt like during that intro song, I feel like you learned a lot, and I don't mean, to, I don't mean that facetiously or bragging, but I could see you saying like, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, Kevin does have a mustache, and he does like the Dodgers, and John lives in Indiana, okay. Uh, I appreciated the pronunciation of mustachio. Uh, it's very oh. Italian. Yeah, I, yes. I appreciate that. Makes me want some pistachios as well. Oh, my gosh. Other John, you're blowing my mind right now because we just did an episode about my mustache and learned a little bit about um, the origins of the word mustache and where mustachio comes in. Mm-hmm. And I literally have a song that I'm working on where I rhyme mustachio with pistachio. So hey. you're just we're on the same wavelength right now, we Other are. John. <laughs> we are. <laughs> you need a basis. Let me know. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, you know what? We may have to talk, other John, because you're. Okay. Uh, this this would be a good chance for me to kind of introduce who you are and how I know you, because you're someone <laughs> who I'm going to shower with compliments right now. You're someone who is, <laughs> you're you're kind, you're creative, you're funny, you're an original thinker. I I think very highly of you, other John. OG John, I think very highly of you as well. I don't want you to feel left out. But <laughs> we're good. trying to hype up our guest right now, oh, and man. and I mean it. And so you may be someone who I need to like collaborate further with on on some of my yeah. on some of my songwriting stuff but other john's context today is all (laughs) things dodgeball um other john and i have known each other theoretically we crossed paths in elementary school um knowing of each other but i believe we're a year apart from each other so never had like classes together um other john uh ended up going to the high school that my dad teaches at and I believe he was your physical education teacher at some point. My dad my, was the athletic my director first there. one, yeah. 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 So, so we then, I randomly signed up for a dodgeball league with my best friend a few years back. And there is John Nieva, this guy I went to elementary school. And we had this, we had this whole conversation about, oh, your dad taught me in PE, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so there's a little context about who other John is. And if you want to fill in any blanks, feel free. But um, I'd also love to hear about what your dodgeball journey has been and and, uh, and sort of prove that you're w- worthy of being here, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I am to, to just preface everything when you, when you, said we need a dodgeball expert. I was like, man, enthusiast at most? (laughs) But uh, I'll try my best. Yeah. Um, When did it all start? I guess, I mean, if we want to really get to the very, the genesis of it, I guess it was elementary school because we all played it. But it was a vastly different style. Like we couldn't actually chuck it. We had to roll balls. (laughs) This was Lamita Elementary. I don't know if they changed the rules. They're like, you can only roll the balls and people can only jump over it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think too many kids were getting, you know, detached corneas and concussions, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, I remember like, I just want to chuck this. Like, no, you have to roll it underhand, like you're bowling and kids would just hop over it. Which is why you're also a great bowler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Quite quite the contrary. (laughs) But yeah, I didn't play dodgeball until 
uh, again until I guess it was 2012. I was in grad school and uh, our cohort, it was our last year together. And we figured, hey, we should do something together, some bonding. So a couple of them did the, the trampoline dodgeball, which I missed yes. out on. But uh, some of them got bit by the bug. So, hey, we, we should find an eagle to play in. So they found the, uh, it was the NLA League in Orange County, the next level arena. So they had this big, like, warehouse where they would have kids playing basketball, volleyball. And off in the, in the corner was a bunch of adults chucking uh, dodgeballs at each other. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of the, the, starting, uh, the starting point of that dodgeball journey is a bunch of grad students playing and getting demolished every week. But uh, kept coming back for more. I stuck around while the other people moved on with their lives. Like, hey, this is fun. Only look out for more uh, dodgeball to play. And soon enough, I was playing six nights a week. Yeah, it is an incredibly fun sport. It's it's really an incredibly. It all depends on what you put into it, right? But it's a, it's really mm-hmm. an incredibly challenging sport. It really does require a lot of um, enhancing of skills, learning, growing, understanding strategy, understanding teamwork, understanding chemistry of teams, and and it blew my mind when I joined that dodgeball league. I ended up playing for several years, yeah. but John became to me. He is. He became sort of the face of what it, what is uh, the league that we played in World Dodgeball Society WDS. He's just <laughs> he's well known by everyone, well liked, well respected, even headed, even keeled. I mean, some people get will get heated in this, and John always kept a always kept a, an even head. He was always the, if I was ready to punch someone in the face, I would go to the other John, and he'd be like, Kevin, you need to take it down seven notches. Now. No, he wouldn't say that exactly, but just a, just a, just a smiling, welcoming presence that I appreciated in my time there, and. And, um, and I'm, I know many others did as well, other John. Oh, thanks. I was so happy for you to see that you had uh, won a championship in the Westchester yes. League when I saw the picture. I was like, yes, he did yeah. it. <laughs> he got to experience. He got, he got to the mountains up. Other John and I played on a on a team together for se- I, I would say several years if my memory serves correctly. I mean, you you were all the while playing on many other teams, but within the league that I was in with you, we were called the Sphere Avoiders because it's that's what we're doing is we're dodging we're dodging balls, <laughs> yeah. and we were kind of like a ragtag team at first, and then just sort of yeah. started developing our skills, get you know recruiting players, and I think I want to say we made it to one championship uh, in my time time there and it was a blast and I loved this team but we never yeah. won a championship and then a few years back I joined a, a different league and got on a team as a free agent this team was a blast and we ended up winning the championship but I, I appreciate your enthusiasm for seeing that I finally got to yeah. got to get one of them trophies absolutely yeah. I think even more important than like a championship team is to be on a team that's fun so that yep. I, I'm glad that you got to play on with some some good people some fun hearted people that just you know they're just there to goof around, but just happen to be really good too. <laughs> so you looked out. It was literally a win-win for me because the yeah. Sphere Avoiders were were one of the mo- were probably the most fun team I ever uh, played on. So when I got on a team that was as fun as that team was, and and then also won, yeah, I couldn't have asked for better. So you hit it on the Absolutely. head. Tidy up before we go go any further with the show show. Tidy up before we go go. Fix our mistakes tonight. I want to get it right. Tidy up. So, other John, the question that I was saving for you is whether you grew up as a fan of 
either Pee Wee Herman or Ernest P. Worrell, what your knowledge is of these two characters. Oh my gosh. Oh, that'd have to be Pee Wee Herman by default, because yeah. I don't think I know the second character that you mentioned. All right. How about that? Well, we huh. could, we, this may be a tidy up for us to, to educate you on a little bit of Ernest knowledge. So you, I mean, you, do, do you know why we still have Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's because of its Ernest P. Worrell. It's because Ernest saved it. Ernest, oh, Ernest saved Christmas. The last name, okay. The, so you know the Ernest movies. Yes, yes, yes. Got it. You just didn't know he was Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so you know that Ernest saves Christmas, right? Yes. Well, I know that he went to prison. I definitely saw that. <laughs> yes, yes. He went to jail. He went to Africa. He, uh, he got scared <laughs> stupid. He's also been to camp. So yeah, the man's been very yeah. busy. That is who we did our episode on last time. And what's interesting, it's interesting that you mentioned his last name, Other John, because that is sort of what I'm tidying up. It, it, it actually wasn't an error that either of us made, OG John, but that okay. as I did a little bit of research after, because we learned that Ernest, his name is Ernest P. Worrell. We learned that the P stands for power tools, which is very bizarre <laughs> and and, Origins are still kind of unknown. We, we believe it's from a newsletter, if we learned correctly. But as I did kind of a deeper dive, like, what is it with this power tools thing? There is a large part of the population that thought his last name was World. W-O-R-L-D. Ernest P. World. <laughs> it's Worrell. World. W-O-R-R-E-L-L. And I realized that within our podcast, OG John... We technically never clarified that because I didn't know it was a confusing thing for people. So there may be people. I didn't either. Yeah, there may be people who were listening to that episode like, oh, okay, I don't know who this Ernest P. World is, but but I felt like it was worth tidying up to make sure we we clarified that. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Other John, when you heard the last name, what did you hear? Did you, did does it, did anything jump out at you? Uh, I heard Worrell. Maybe I was okay. thinking of Todd Worrell, the uh, the baseball player, former Dodger. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know this is. Yes, this is an even this is an even better thing to tidy up. Is that one of the things that other John and I very much connect on is our love for the Dodgers. In fact, yes, sir. I pride myself on sort of being that person that people think of, like, oh, Kevin's a big Dodger fan. Other John is the person that I think of, like, oh yeah, this guy is a giant. This guy, the fact that you just meant reference Todd Worrell, a, a, a closer from the '90s, that yeah, only a, only a, a small subset of Dodger fans probably people you know would know. Just warm. I can't tell you how much that warmed my heart. <laughs> yeah, a, lot, a fun game I like to engage in is just uh, mentioning old players. It's it's called Remember oh. That Guy or Remembering Dudes. Oh. I think that's what we call it. Todd Worrell is definitely at the top of that list. Todd Worrell is a, is a strong one on that list. Um, <laughs> yeah, the last time John and I, other John and I, we've run into each other randomly at Dodger games. Um, in fact, I believe I was the one who introduced you to the pickle sunflower seeds. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. We yes. yeah, we ran into it. It was at the uh, not at the game, but at the Dodger shuttle post game. And then you. Yeah, you flash the bag of seeds, and uh, my world was changed forever. So if there's one thing to take away from today's episode, it's that pickle-flavored sunflower seeds are life-changing, and you yeah. should purchase a bag as soon as possible. Yes. And we are sponsored by Pickle Sunflower Seeds. No specific there brand, just Lack of Genius Podcasts, sponsored by Pickle-flavored sunflower seeds. I mean, and, and, and something else that, you know, is, I guess, sponsoring us is if you go to lackofgenius.com slash store... Oh, yeah, John. Ooh, merchandise. You, you can buy a, a, a t-shirt or a hoodie. And, and there might be more stuff coming down the pipe later. 
Uh, but right now we got a t-shirt that comes in two colors yes. and a hoodie that comes in one. And yes. a fake mustache. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, all right, we're going to add a fake a fake lack of genius mustache and uh, <laughs> lack of lack of genius pickle-flavored sunflower seeds all on there the way soon. You heard it here <laughs> hey. first. It's time to take a quiz or two. Lack of genius podcast doing this for you. You may fail, but it ain't no lie, baby, it's quiz time. Don't really want this quiz to be tough. I just want to pass one because I failed enough. It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie, baby, it's quiz time. I think I might also interchangeably call you Dodgeball John. I just, I don't know. Other John is funny, but it feels very, I think you're going to hear all the above. Um, but uh, Dodgeball John is, is here to educate us on all things Dodgeball by giving us a quiz to prove the lack of genius that we have regarding that subject. But uh, John, man, if you if you beat me, I'm gonna say that uh, I'm gonna shake your I'm gonna shake your hand very firmly. I think I have the upper hand, so let's see if you can pull off the upset. We'll see. All right, other John, uh, Dodgeball John, I'll hand off the reins to you, man. When you're ready to jump into the quiz, let's I say let's go for it. All right, here we go. So first question, in the World Dodgeball Society, this is WDS Recreation League that Kevin and I played in, games are normally played with this amount of balls. A, two, B, seven, C, five, D, three, or E, zero. We pantomime. (laughs) All right, OG John, what are your thoughts? Because I'm going to tell you that I know this answer factually. Either B or C. Which is, uh, what are those, seven and five? I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with B. You're going to say B7? Yeah. All right, I'm also choosing B7 in a factual way because my memory <laughs> of this is um, four. I'll let Dodgeball John explain it better, but part of part of the strategy of, of Dodgeball is having control of the ball, so there's an odd number. So if you can have four versus three, then you're in control. So I'm choosing B7. How did we do, Dodgeball John? B is correct. Seven Yay, balls. we both got it. Yay. Seven balls. I'm not sure what the reason was for the uneven amount of balls or why seven as opposed to five. That's just what we used. But uh, definitely you want to have, there's a portion of the game where you have uh, like the burden count. So it's, it, it falls on the, the burden of the team that has the majority of balls. So you want to have that uneven amount of balls. So it, it'll start with four, but sometimes the team might have five, six, so on and so forth. They might have all balls and that's just no fun for the other team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you really think about it though, pretty much every other sport has an odd number of balls. That is true. Being one ball. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball has one, one ball. Basketball has yeah. one ball. They need to change it up and, and throw in some more balls. What a great question though. Like what, can you guys name another sport right now that uses more than one ball? I'm sure there is. Am I just blanking? Croquet. Does croquet? Oh yeah, you're right. Croquet does. Yeah, bocce ball. There's another example. Okay, good. I'm glad we asked this question because that's that's very important to me. You know, one of the interesting things that was a surprise to me when I joined World Dodgeball Society is my, you know, both teams start on one side, and my memory of of dodgeball was always that all the balls were in the middle and that at your own risk, you could go and run and grab as many balls as you can, knowing that you're setting yourself up for like being hit by a ball. One of the things that I liked about WDS, World Dodgeball Society, is that you put four on one side of the line, three on the other, and as a 
sorry, one team can only go for the four balls, one can only go for the three, and then you have to take it behind a certain line before you can throw. So it creates a little less chaos in a good way. Like it, it actually allows you to kind of start the game on a like, all right, we have our balls, let's go. And I do believe that when that league started, they did have the setup that way where it's just a free for all, try to get as many balls as you can. But there were injuries, so they had to modify their yep. rules, probably for the better. Yeah. Soon enough, the the injuries are going to lead to a point where it's we can only roll the ball. Hopefully, that's the hopefully that's right. the direction that this is going. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're just progressing to to Lamita Elementary rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we uh, good job, uh, OG John, on getting that one right. Um, we both got go. it. We're one for one. Are you ready for number two? Yep. Number two. Uh, among the popular leagues around the world, which ball type is not used? Is that A, rubber, B, foam, C, cork, or D, cloth? Great question. My goodness. John, do you have any thoughts on this? I don't know the answer to this one. I'm kind of thinking cork, only because cork is expensive. And to have a, a, a fairly decent sized ball out of cork would not be the cheapest. Is cork expensive? I don't. I don't think I would have. I don't know one way or the other whether cork is expensive or not. Do you know that? Great question. Yeah, I mean, it's the bark of a tree, and I think it's a type of oak actually. And um, I think there's been some ecological issues with cork trees, and there's not as many producing as there used to be. Wow, wow, John, dropping some knowledge. Which is why a lot of wine companies are switching to synthetic corks. So, other John, we have, uh, when John drops a bomb of knowledge like that, we actually have something. <laughs> what, we, what, what we call that is a John Knowledge <laughs> I don't know where where that stuck, how that stuck in your mind, John, but that's, that is mad props on that. Yeah. In terms of this question, I know that there are leagues that use foam balls. I know our league used rubber balls, unless it was some weird synthetic rubber, and I'm totally shocked. <laughs> so I do I do believe it's between cork and cloth. Are you going to choose cork, uh, John? I think so. I think to make things interesting, then, I'm going to choose cloth because I your your logic is very sound, and cork is probably right for that reason, but I'm going to choose cloth just to choose something different, <laughs> all right? Okay. All right. All right, all right OG jo- uh, Dodgeball John, how do we do? <laughs> The correct answer is C, cork. Nice job. As far, as I, this as, far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> did you just make up cork, by the way? I did. I did. Wow. But, I, wow. but you know what? There might be, a, you know, some far off reach in the world where they, they have a cork ball leak and I'm, we're just idiots. That's or true. I'm idiot. That's true. I, I also feel like cork would hurt. Cork yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Hurt. <laughs> and in fact, uh, aren't. Well, no, I guess I'm confusing. Back to baseball, I was saying, isn't the center of a baseball cork? But no, I think it's more of a... No, it's cork. Is it cork? Is it the center is. of a baseball yeah, that, cork? Yeah. Okay. That's what, I was, that's what I was going with. It, it's cork wrapped yeah. in uh, like twine and then with the leather yeah. powder. And cowhide. Yeah, yeah. I, so what is a cloth ball like? Have you, played, have you ever played in a cloth league? Once or twice. And it's... Uh, so I know it's the preferred ball in, in the UK from what I gather, what I've seen. And it's a uh, it's cloth and it's wrapped in like a well it's a cloth material but it's it's uh it's very similar to the texture of a volleyball very hard to grip so if you have like small hands like me this is just no fun it'll just like slip out of your hands uh, but yeah that's what they they're gonna have the World Dodgeball Federation World Championships and there's gonna be a cloth division for the first time How about that yeah and and I love that description of like a volleyball because I'll admit that I 
couldn't picture what a cloth ball was like. You know, I'm literally picturing like a piece of cloth wrapped around it. Yes. But I can totally envision what you're talking about, about being hard to grip. And I, I have been educated. You've educated me today, Dodgeball <laughs> John. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I've done my job. You've done your job, which by, so by the <laughs> way, you're talking, you, you mentioned that you have small hands and, and, um, and that would be difficult. Another, um, I'd like to brag about Dodgeball John. Dodgeball John is one of the best catchers that I've seen in my lifetime. And in, in, in Dodgeball, there, you know, obviously throwing is a great skill to have. And John's an excellent thrower as well. But man, that boy can catch anything. That, that if you're, <laughs> it, when you're on the other side, when you're not on Dodgeball John's team, it's, Whatever you do, don't throw it at John. Or if you are, you get multiple balls going at him at once. It's uh, it's you're just asking to be caught and taken out of the game if you're throwing to, to dodgeball John there. You know, I I I, uh, I credit my brother with that skill because we would we would always play catch in our backyard in our side yard, and it was an asset to catch everything. Otherwise, balls would go in our neighbor's yard or into the street. <laughs> so I think that's where I developed my hand-eye coordination, just trying to catch yeah. everything. And uh, it paid off, man. It paid off because it is a, uh, it is like it's it's a thing of beauty to watch you uh, hone in on and catch a dodgeball. It's, it really is. Thank you. Well, John, John has the lead, two for two, and yeah. I'm one for two. So, we so uh, well done. Let's see, let's see how we do with number three. All right, number three. I uh, I'll admit I had to uh, Google this one. I googled the phrase dodgeball facts. So right. this is where I came up with <laughs> this is where I came up with number three. We do that all the time on, on, yep. on the show. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, number three in Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters, Percy and his friend Tyson must play a game of dodgeball against a vampires, b giant squid, c dolphins, or d cannibal giants. I'm I am full of thoughts right now. You have you have lit my brain up with this question. <laughs> is this is this a movie? First of all, or? I'm assuming this is a. I mean, it was a movie. I don't know if this particular book became a movie, uh, but it's okay. a book. That's yeah, it's, it's a series of books that there's been some movies. It, I got it. It's it's a book. I've never heard of this book. And they're turning it into a TV show. Oh wow! You, you want to talk about things I don't? Ha- I have no clue. Is this a popular book? I had no clue this was a book. Yeah, it, it, it's like a late elementary school, middle school age. Do you think the yeah. fact that I that I never learned to read has something to do with it, or because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I think the first one only came out like maybe maybe twenty years ago. Like it, it, it's yeah. not that old of a book series. So we would have been yeah. like yeah. high school, college, probably when the first one came out. Yeah. Okay. It All was right, like so. trying to trying to ride the the coattails of the Harry Potter mania. Got it. Well, you've you've once again educated me, other John Dodgeball John. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, so I obviously yeah. don't know the answer to this, seeing that I didn't even know what this was. Uh, do you have any idea, OG John? I'm trying to remember if they turned this one into a movie because I know there's been at least two of them. But at the same time, you know, with the name Sea of Monsters, that to me automatically like rules out two of the things. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and then I, I feel like having to play dodgeball against a giant squid would, would be difficult because, you know, they got eight arms or eight tentacles. And so each tentacle could catch and or throw at the same time. These tentacles can function as arms in this, in this scenario. Yes. yes. So I'm going with B. Yeah, I got to be honest. That's that's what I'm leading to for that reason. I also get in my head a little bit about like, well, Dodgeball John is pretty clever. And if if the answer is Cannibal Giants, he would be like, you know, it would throw him off as if I put in Giant Squid here. But I'm going to play it safe and choose Giant Squid and then also applaud 
Dodgeball John on these other choices that are incredible. But yeah, it sounds like we're both choosing B, Giant Squid. How do we do? The correct answer is D, Cannibal Giants. You should have gone with your first insect. Oh, oh. man. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. I I didn't know that Dodgeball was so prevalent in literature these days, and so I feel like I'm going to have to yeah. read this book. <laughs> yeah, just for that, just for that entry of Dodgeball. Yeah. My hope, you know, we do have some kids who listen to this podcast, and I'm hoping that somebody, some kid out there heard this and was like, I know this one, it's Cannibal Giants. Um, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you made their day. And, and, and I, was, oh, I was pretty close on the date for the books. Oh, were you? 2005. 2005 so, is wow. when they came out. Okay, all right. Well, that's when right, the first good. one came out. Yeah, and that's when you and I met, OG John, and we were both in yeah. college. So I guess it just wasn't required reading at our college, it sounds no. like. Um, no, So. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we we both missed it. So what are we both now? Oh, no, I'm still behind. I'm one for three and yep. you're two for three, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We only have two questions left for me to catch up to you. <laughs> All right. Should we, shall we move, move forward with number four? Yeah. Okay. This one also came courtesy of a Google search of dodgeball facts. Okay. So number four, the largest game of dodgeball took place at a California university in 2012. Which university <laughs> was it? And I love that it's open-ended. We just get to choose which one it, it is. is. Yeah. Yes. Um, is this a, a public university? Private? It's it's public. I'll, I'll, I'll answer that. Yeah, it's public. Okay. Is it one that I would have heard of? I think so. Yeah, this isn't some very rare university. I, I, would, I would think this is common. I have something that I'm leaning towards. Wow, 2012, the largest game of dodgeball. Is there anything that you had randomly in your mind, OG John, that you that you feel like you're going to guess? I'm trying to decide between UC Berkeley and Stanford. Oh, oh, mm. I like this. What, I, what I'm considering is, and maybe this is just, though I don't know if Dodgeball John gave me an inadvertent clue by saying he he Googled this answer because I, I would have <laughs> thought that he would have known this because I, I think it might be Cal State Long Beach. But John, Dodgeball John is, uh, that is your alma mater, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That is correct. That yeah. That is correct. Go Dirtbags, 49ers. Go Dirtbags. I, I also feel that this is an opportunity for, for me to bring up something that I don't necessarily want to bring up, but feel like we have to doing an, ep an episode about Dodgeball, is that I know that the movie Dodgeball, a lot of it was filmed at Cal State Long Beach. And I say that only because as someone who played dodgeball briefly, it's it's almost a little bit annoying to be like, oh, well, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You know, that's the thing that, that everybody brings. It's like, yes, we've all seen dodgeball. This is, you know, but but it's hard to blame people for that because it is the it is the biggest yeah. reference point back to dodgeball. Absolutely. So it's yeah. it. I think it depends on your own attitude of how you take something like that. But because I because I don't have anything else to go off of, I'm going to choose Cal State Long Beach. I think I'll go with Stanford. Okay, okay, there we go. How do we do? So the correct answer is UC Irvine. Oh, oh. UC I was, Irvine. I was somewhat in the right region. Go Anteaters, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what do you have? Do you have numbers on this? Like how big this game was? Uh, that would be the follow-up question number yeah. five. <laughs> oh my gosh! See, see, this is see. I don't look ahead. I don't look ahead at all. All right. Oh my gosh! So wait a minute. So, so did, is there is there any other before we move on to number five? I just want to make sure I'm not uh, yeah. stealing any thunder about about this. Or or is now the time to move on? 
No, I don't think I have any other. It's what okay. actually this was put on by by the NLA league, uh, which is where I started um, in the OC. So and approximately the same amount, the same time frame, right? It would have been around 20. yeah, yeah, 2012. Wait, were you in this game, Dodgeball? I John? was not. <laughs> I am very sad to say that I was not. But also <laughs> like, not so sad because I'm sure it was just chaos. I know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah, but just imagine if you're the last guy standing in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that does remind me of um, so, it, sometimes what we would do. In fact, I think built into some of the seasons in World Dodgeball Society, there'd be like a midway point, almost like an all-star break, if you will. And it would just be a week where everybody shows up and play. They, we play a bunch of fun, different versions of dodgeball, dodgeball games. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, the way that we would do it where everyone would be on the court is you'd split it into quadrants. But the objective is to be the last person standing. And that was always a blast. Oh, my gosh. That was always yeah. so fun. It was particularly fun in that Long Beach gym because it was very wide. You could you could spread out. You could hide. You could play your strategy. You could figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so so we know what the last question is. We're going into it where I'm down one. So I'm hoping that I get this right for, for my pride so that we can tie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. go ahead. You want to make it official and ask us the question, Dodgeball John? Absolutely. Let's do it. So in that game, how many participants were involved? And this is, I guess, the closest number question. So we're, we're playing Price is Right rules then. Meaning closest without going over? Or just whoever gets the closest? You get just, to choose. Yeah, who gets the closest. Yeah. Okay, whether it's so over doesn't... or under, just choose the closest. Okay. So that way we can't use strategy where if I choose first and John thinks it's lower, he can say one. Is, is basically yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. It's it's who gets right. closest regardless of if you yeah. go over. All right. How many how many participants were involved? Can I ask a clarifying question? What kind of venue was this held in? Was it like on mm. a you know, football field, in a gym, a Are parking lot? Down? It was outdoors, yeah, in like a football field or a soccer field. Uh, tell me if I'm overthinking this, but um, OG John, do you think to make this fair, we should both decide what our guesses are and then and then say them so that we're not? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, all right. So, so I'm, I'm thinking. Do, do, do you know how long the game lasted? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I do not. I do not. Okay. I like that you're trying to gather data because that that would be helpful. That would that would help right? us lead us to the answer. I, I, no, I appreciate the process, OG John. <laughs> OG John. <laughs> I I've been hovering around a certain number, and I'm going to kind of choose a weird sort of placement near that. But I think I'm ready to to, to make a guess. If you are OG John. Yeah, I think I am too. Okay. I, I've locked mine in and I promise I won't change it. Do you want to say yours first or? Sure. Okay, go ahead. 324. Ooh, see, so I'm going much higher and and we'll see. We'll see where this falls. I my, The number I had in my head is 2,111. Ooh, there's a big so, number. So it, it should be pretty clear who the winner is in this because John, you said what, 324? Yeah. And I said 2,111. Dodgeball John, are you ready to reveal the answer? Yes, sir. So the amount of participants in this game, 6,084. Oh. So wow. So even my, that's for you, John. Even <laughs> even OG John being pretty far off, I was pretty far off too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Triple my answer. I wish I knew how many balls I used, but I remember seeing a picture and it was just, it was just chaos. I, I can only imagine, it was, what was the answer again? 6,084. 6,084. I can't even imagine because even in that sort of quadrant game that I described, it's, it's, <laughs> I would say it's ordered chaos, but that gets chaotic compared to what we're used to. Just think of how much cheating took place, Kevin. 
You took the words right out of my mouth because I was going to say this has to be total honor system here. There's not because in World Dodgeball Society there are refs, they're they're members of the league who who are assigned to refing certain games. But man, if I got hit in the fir- in the first three seconds of the game, I'd be like, screw that, man. I'm staying in. I'm just going to go hide among this, this other group of hundreds exactly. of people. <laughs> A lot of finger pointing. Totally, I'm sure. Well, uh, well, the quiz is complete, and I'm I'm yep. glad that, that I did not lose. We ended up tying, which I I feel good because then in, in in that case everyone wins. Um, Yay! But dodgeball, John, you put together a wonderful quiz. We're so yes. we're so appreciative of you coming on. Um, uh, we would love for you to to plug uh, dodgeball. You know, personally, I think anybody who wants to go out and have some fun and get some exercise, um, it's a great thing to do. But do you want to kind of plug uh, the sport in general and maybe how people can sign up and play? Yes, absolutely. Um, WorldDodgeballSociety.com if you want to check them out. There's WeHo Dodgeball. Just Google Dodgeball. I'm sure you could find pickup leagues in, you know, in your local park, which is actually how a lot of people came across our league, funny enough. Um, but yeah, please, yeah, go out and play. Go to the bar afterwards, sing karaoke, and buy a drink to the person that you threw, that, you know, blew up their face. That's how a lot of friendships are born. Totally. Yeah, one of my favorite things about the league was just the social aspect of it that I always appreciated that everyone was really kind and then there there's a there's like a kind of like a house bar that everybody goes to afterwards and has drinks and and celebrates. You you mentioned that people literally just at the park, that's how they find you. I just wanted to share the story of like we were recruited literally by a flyer on my friend Danny's car. Uh, at one point, you know, you guys went out and canvassed Long Beach and put flyers on cars and and I, and I remember that we shared that fact. Maybe it was with you, Dodgeball John, but we shared it with various people. And they were like, what? The Flyers actually worked? It, it brought, they brought in two people? So, um, yeah. so yeah, so it, it it was a great way to be a part of a community and be part of a... I, I related a little bit to like Ultimate Frisbee. There are a lot of friendly people who come out. And if you're coming just to sort of play for the fun of the game while also, you know, getting that competitive nature out, it's it's kind of a win-win. It's a, it's a great experience. I highly recommend it. Yes. All right. Well, congrats to both of us uh, on, on tying, but but a big congrats to you, Dodgeball John, on being a, a wonderful guest and being a great ambassador for the sport of dodgeball. And I, I also do love that if you want to play dodgeball, just type the word dodgeball into Google and I promise it'll work out for you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it just makes me kind of look back at the dodgeball journey and, and appreciate it even more. So this was this was a lot of fun. Well, and I agree. It makes me think like, oh man, why am I got I got to find something that's going to work? And if I have to miss a week here or there, I will because I would love to get back out there. And and especially if it's with you, dodgeball John. So um, <laughs> let's let's get either a dodgeball game in the future or or a Dodger game for sure. Let's make that happen. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, uh, appreciate um, you two uh, that are in front of me right now, but also appreciate the audience for listening. And uh, and we'll yep. certainly be back for uh, uh, next week for another episode. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Goodbye. Thank you, guys. It's the Lack of Genius Podcast in your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars and Venus. That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. I mean, do, do you know why we still have Christmas?